Welcome to the Industry Insider, brought to you by PromoCorner. Each week, promotional product professionals Meg Erber, Jeff Franklin, and Stephen McFadden, along with special guests, will discuss industry news, trends, and events with a focus on educating the promotional products industry. The Industry Insider, the nerdy news you need to know. Welcome back to another episode of the Industry Insider, your promotional products podcast where you can get all the nerdy news you need to know about. My name is Jeff Franklin, National Accounts Manager with Headwear USA, and I'm joined today by three other lovely folks, one in particular that I'm very fond of. Uh, but look, before we get to them, uh, I'm, I'm going to tell you guys today about our awesome sponsors, our friends over at TechWeld. Look, when you're thinking about promotional items, stellar customer service, need the USA products and business solutions, you got to think TechWeld. They're an award-winning promotional product supplier, having received the Distributor Choice Award in the Sunglass category and the Sagney Supplier of the Year Award. Check them out at techweld.com and find the customer service you deserve and the products you need. Think TechWeld, especially uh, you know acrylic awards. They've got some custom acrylic award pieces, uh, awards, phone stands, keychains, etc. They both uh, both stock and custom. So you know it's sort of that time of the year where you know maybe we're looking at uh, you know some some end of the year award kind of ceremonies and things like that. So think guys uh their acrylic line focuses on different kinds of items uh like the items mentioned previously uh phone stands awards and keychains they could make a great piece to promote incentive programs and promote professionalism at a reasonable cost remember to thank TechWeld for your promotional product needs TechWeld is a leading supplier of promotional items with a huge inventory of made in the usa items available to help distributors grow their bottom line today Visit techweld.com, that's T-E-K-W-E-L-D.com, and check out their drinkware, sanitizer kit options, and much, much more. Why don't we say hey to Meg Erber. 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 <laughs> I watched them a video again today. I thought it was funny. Awesome. So I'm going to speak on behalf of the entire city of Philadelphia and surrounding suburbs. We are all on a collective weekend long long bender from winning the what, national <laughs> everyone is so excited <laughs> all the feedback um no but i i we are just so excited last night um this is the pre-recorded episode last night we watched them clinch um and just so excited because you know go <laughs> how are you jeff I'm doing all right, thank you. How, uh, you know, uh, just coming off of uh, Promotions East, yeah, wonderful show. Wonderful uh, show. I know there was a, a bit of a broken link, I think, for the live show that we did, but uh, I think it's up and running in full force now. So definitely go check it out if you didn't have a chance to uh, to watch that episode. It was actually really fun to do. Um, Stephen, you're looking very colorful today, man. What's going on? I just wanted to wear more colors than our special guest. So I was like, how can I do that? <laughs> like, I, the, only, the only thing I can do is to go grab this rip. No, I'm, um, I'm actually traveling this week. Um, I'm actually here for, in uh, Texas for the uh, PPEF executive meeting. So I'm excited to experience this and uh, learn along the way and wear this fancy robe that's in the hotel because why not? So <laughs> I heard you're going to bring one home. Take one home. I think it would not make it inside if uh, if, if it got to, if it got that far. Um, so you know, this is uh, it, maybe it's coming back. I don't know. Maybe I'll make a trend of it. 
I mean, I, I think it's very snazzy, you know. Yeah. They said they said business uh, business casual. I think this might be pushing the limits, but I will. <laughs> we'll, we'll see what we'll see what happens. But there's a logo on it, so. Oh yeah, it's uh, supporting the promotional products industry. You know, so. Promotional products work. That's right. There you go. There you go. All right, well, we've got an exciting episode today. We've got uh, my lovely wife, Eliana, on uh, on the podcast with us today. And we're going to talk about uh, LDW, right? Leadership Development Workshop, the PPAI hosts. And uh, we're basically going to talk about all the wonderful things uh, that came out of LDW. Uh, but Eliana, you know, it is customary for us to give our special guest a good three to four minutes to introduce themselves. Uh, so I know you've been on before, but maybe people don't know who you are. So why don't you tell the, the fine folks listening, um, you know, maybe how you got started in the commercial products industry and what you've been up to since. Well, I got started because of Jeff Franklin and Dana Geiger. Um, she was the ED for CI back in the day. And um, Jeff and, and, and Dana became pretty good friends. And one day I was like, I'm tired of working. So long, this crazy hours in the office in the medical field. And she kind of, convinced my husband without trying even to convince him to get me into the industry. So here I am now, a few years later, loving what I do. I'm the executive director for Camp NPM ANC. Um, I could not be happier with uh, what I do in my boards. Um, and right now I'm also the one of the EDs that represents um, one of the districts. I re represent District 2 for um, RRC, which is the Regional Relationship Committee who um, isn't used to be RAC. Now RAC is dissolved now. So we have uh, a few EDs. I'm one of the, the ones that represents in that committee. I always think you guys are talking about Hunger Games when we start talking about districts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's kind of what it is, isn't it? All right, so... Obviously, Leadership Development Workshop is uh, a place that's near and dear to my heart. Uh, I really have enjoyed the times that I've been able to go uh, through my volunteerism with the regionals. And uh, it's just a great event, or at least it has been in the past. And so I'm kind of excited because, you know, obviously the last couple of years, they've kind of transitioned to a virtual format. But this year they've uh, gone back to the physical in-person um, you know, event. So just kind of trying to figure out, you know, what's maybe what's different. Like, you know, Eliana, you were able to attend, I think, one time before uh, the pandemic. And then, you know, of course, we had the virtual events and now we're back to in person. So just maybe you can give us a little bit of background as far as like your experience with LDW since you've gone now, I think, what, four years? Um, well, I wouldn't even count the last two because they were not in person. So you didn't really have that feeling. You didn't leave the way you left. Like in 2019, I left with like this many papers. I'm old fashioned, so I, I take notes. I don't do my computer as much. And I just wanted to change the world. I just I had all these ideas and same thing with the board members. Um, for this time around, it was a little different. I didn't just focus on one board. I had two boards. So it was a little different for me. I was a little bit more nervous coming in. And we didn't really know what to expect because it's been a while since. And um, when RAC dissolved and it became RRC, so things are still really fresh with RRC. So we didn't really know what to expect. We didn't know. And also, this is just me speaking. Dana wasn't going to be part of it. So for me, I was like, we're going to be missing that Dana's touch. She has such a, 
attention to detail that I was kind of nervous about what was to come. Um, but um, I attended, I mean, we had a really good um, speaker who is a psychologist who talked, his name was Jason Jones. He talked to us about, you know, how to build the teamwork and, and it was a pretty, it was a pretty good um, educational session. Um, it kind of started the whole LEW bumped us up. You know, we were all excited about what was to come to become the best team within our regional, and then all coming all together to be a bigger team. Um, so, I mean, you, you gave me a really broad question. I I can go on and on and on. <laughs> but it put him in his place. That's right. Uh, <laughs> hey, would, you, would you be able to just quickly just kind of go over like? what the goal of LDW is, who's invited, just to kind of give people kind of a heads up about who's there and, and what, the, what the goal of it is? So LDW is, um, all of the regionals are invited. So we all get, well, this year we got um, three spots, one the ED and two board members. And then if you um, did other steps, then you can get a fourth person. So LD, uh, PPAI, they pay for our hotel, our food. We get tons of food. Um, and then we, as regionals, we pay for our flight and anything else that we do outside the hotel. So um, all the regionals are presented. They bring um, their board members. And um, once you're there, they divide us all into different sessions. They cover different things, whether it is membership, trade shows, technology, you know, everything you can think of on every committee. So then you try to divide us and conquer. So everybody does different sessions and then you come at the end and come together and, and collectively bring all the information to your board and then towards your strategic planning for the next year. So um, sometimes one of the things in this, you didn't ask me this, but I'll tell you. Some of the things is because it's, it's held in October Sometimes at that time, you still don't know who's going to be your board member for next year. And you do want to bring on your treasurer or your whomever might be, right? So I was lucky enough that we did have our incoming treasurer at, uh, participate. But sometimes some people, they're just learning what they should have learned at the beginning of the year. So they, they can't really engage as well. So one of the things that was a big talk at the end, um, and I probably... I mean, I can say this, but at the RRC uh, meeting, they did discuss that they were going to look into a different way of doing this so everybody can attend with their new board members so they can learn before they jump in into the actual role. Question. So I think we can kind of stem from this because I want to do like a pro and a con. Give me one pro and one con takeaway, and then let's build off of that because I think there's a lot that was – I used to go, and I, and I loved it so much because I like I said you leave there and you want to change the world you get all these good ideas you have got this you know plethora of speakers from inside and outside the industry and and again we preach over and over again that COVID gave us this opportunity to change things right so we don't have to go back to the way things were but mm -hmm. a lot of us feel that safety in consistency and, and same old same old so it was different that's great it was kind of the same, also good, but give us some, give us like two takeaways, a good takeaway, and then something that you would like to see change. Um, well, my, I can give you a couple of really good ones. I, I don't think I could choose one. There was a lot of good things. Right. So, I mean, number one is just meeting in person with your board members who you technically never really have a chance to have a, 
if you are in a different state like myself. I don't get to just go out and have dinner with them and, and see who they really are besides this, like Zoom meetings and trade yeah. shows and we're running around like crazy. So that's my number one. You get to know who you're going to be working with. And then that makes it easier as an ED. Sometimes you you have to say the hard things and you put in the middle on things that you don't know how to talk to that person because you don't know them in, in, a, in a specific way. So um, I met with my incoming president for next year who I didn't really know well. So now after meeting with her and having, you know, a couple of drinks with her and riding to the airport, now it's like, okay, now I can see she's really cool. I can see myself telling her very direct on maybe you shouldn't handle this this way, maybe you should handle it that way based on our bylaws, right? So that's number one, getting to know your board members in a different personal level. Um, your EDs, connecting with them, becoming friends with them, because that, you know, that is our support system. Anytime I have a problem, guess who I ask? I ask the EDs. I don't, I don't know who else to ask, right? And and I have to say this. I love Bud McLean. He is leaving PPI, but I was just so honored to give him a hug and say thank you, because in our personal level, he was one of the big reasons why camp is still around. He, he was just, he's amazing. He, I, I just, I want to cry. He's leaving. Like, I miss him so much already. Who was it? I missed it. Who? Bob McLean. He, um, oh, Bob. He oh, yeah. We love Bob. So <laughs> I just, I just love just giving him a big hug because I said bye to him a hundred times on email, but it wasn't the same as just to see him again. Yeah. So those are my, I think those are my highlights. And I know they're not on an educational level, but the education session builds into everything that we just did. Um, because we can connect, all ladies can connect and go on what the highlights were and how do we can make it better and how we can help each other. Um, and things that I think could be improved. Um, thanks, Meg. <laughs> um, well, number one, I think um, we used to be for the dinner that we did when we, we presented the awards for like the volunteer of the year, which this year was uh, Thea Bruce. Um, and uh, I think that one could have been a little bit better. Um, there was just one one aspect of the whole event. We could have probably done a little more. There's so many other people that help that could have been recognized. I think that if you're already there, you could utilize that time to do something more, to connect everybody a little bit more rather than just eat and then go. Um, I know there was a little bit of unhappiness there because we had... Um, we had our um, karaoke night and usually you have a winner this time people got their outfits and did all this like awesome stuff and no one got awarded so there was some disconnect on that oh, and done. um done. you know it's a new millennial like everyone's a winner thing right isn't that um, what it yeah, was but no <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that was a, I think that was a big people were pretty upset about that and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna uh, deny it, but I was rooting for a specific person I was like when are they gonna ask us who's gonna win um so then and this is just me because I'm a vegan so I was so hungry because there was not a lot of vegan options so I came home and I'm like eating everything and I'm like why am I so hungry? I'm like wait because I ate like this little salad the whole time but that is just me everybody else was like probably five pounds you know, figured by the time they left. So it might be a good thing for me. Um, then maybe um, 
maybe so connecting I, sorry another one thing that i can think yep. of is maybe connecting um with the regionals prior to um to just kind of you know soften any miscommunication anything like that because as having a voice with the eds at the rrc committee now it, it, it does represent um as having a voice within ppai so that could be uh, that could be a very good thing for us as regionals to have a voice so we can all not feel like we're at uh, you know like a transaction transaction but we're also like a partner so that could be something that could be beneficial so there's no miscommunication so real quick jeff and i'll eat off but did you guys notice what her number one takeaway was remember it was something that we've always just taken for granted. She was like, it was so good to connect with your board members and the EDs and all that stuff. And that's something prior to COVID, or really before the industry and the, and the regional started changing, it was just every, I was on two boards and every single board meeting was in person, which is insane now. And we take that for, we definitely, we take that for granted. So maybe that's just something to think about because I'm wondering now if that had any reflection, maybe direct reflection on the overall outcome because of that those relationships weren't there to begin with, right? That solid, maybe that's the beginning of the end of regionals, maybe the relationship aspect of it. I'm just thinking out loud. So what I'm saying is not word. I'm just, you know, talking about our pre-conversation and then just your number one thing. I just think that's really interesting. Just, that's all. Go ahead, Jeff. And Steven. <laughs> Yeah, no, I was just gonna say, like that's as far as your the awards dinner thing. I think that was that's always kind of been that way, even even pre-COVID. Yeah, um, but I agree was. to your point. There would there would definitely be some additional ways to sort of spruik that up a little bit. Um, the fact that you had mentioned that they you, they only allowed three people from each regional. Um, that's sort of been almost cut in half. And the other thing, uh, you know, because I'm still on the board for CPPA, this is my last year. I roll off in January at the end of December. Um, but you know, just kind of getting all that feedback from the board meetings and things like that as well. Like before CPPA has actually like paid to take our entire board. So before you actually had the option, if you wanted to bring additional members, it was X amount of cost. And, you know, I'm sure there was no additional cost to PPAI or maybe there was, I don't know. Cause the, the cost was pretty steep for each additional person that we wanted to bring, but we had that option. Um, they weren't even allowing that this year, which is kind of a disappointing thing because it's a way for, you know, for us at CPPA, at least to, to really reconnect in person with the entire group. Yeah. You know, like Eliana to what you said, divide and conquer, you know, so everybody gets to basically touch all the classes as much as possible and then come back, reconvene and do like a strategic planning almost immediately after LDW. But the other thing that I will say, uh, that you've mentioned LDW for me as an incoming president was absolutely pivotal because having that time and it there was actually a planned session at least back then i don't know if there still was or not but you, there was a planned session where the president and the executive director for each regional association got to sit down together go over their goals go over communication habits and things like that and really hash out how the next year was going to go i mean for me that was pivotal to be able to have that open conversation with the executive director to talk about how we wanted to communicate what our goals were, how we were going to achieve them, the timelines, that sort of thing. And it was all sort of uh, covered by or sort of supported by PPAI, you know, having the guideline and being able to bounce things off of other executive directors and presidents. Um, it was huge. 
Um, so you, I think you were sort of shaking your head that that wasn't. Yeah, no, that, that was it, missing, and, and and that was one of the things that I should have mentioned. Um, we we did not get that chance to do that this year, and you know the because I knew that was a thing before I my um, incoming president and I we before our flights we had um, a little bit of a snack and we talked a lot about you know, our personal stuff, just to get to connect with each other even more. But then we also talked about plans and then we just had like a Zoom meeting to plan ahead for the next year so we can have our strategic planning. So having her in there and go through everything that we did um, led to that, but that was missing. Well, that would have been something that having a guideline to follow and ask the specific questions, that would have been super helpful. You know, I'm thinking about the, just the regionals in general and they're, they're massive. Like some of the regionals, like you, you may not see people in person that you serve with, uh, with the exception of uh, being digital. So, um, you know, this, this is a cool opportunity. And, and as Jeff mentioned, being able to have more people would obviously would have been better. Um, but uh, how, how, how would you say the, like, was there a lot of intermingling of different regions too? Cause I imagine there's best practices kind of that other people have that, you know, can benefit other regions, right? Um, is there kind of that opportunity at least to mingle in at the event, you know, to figure out who does what, or is that more on the free time, I guess, during the socials and stuff? That's more on the free time. Sorry, I'm shaking. I'm super cold. I just got so cold. Um, <laughs> you can borrow this robe. I can mail it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, so, no, we didn't really get a chance to do that. Um, we kind of broke the rules a little bit ourselves because we were, <laughs> in certain occasions, we were told to sit by district, but we kind of said, no, let me just sit here. And we kind of, I know that in one breakfast we sat with like Baba and the other breakfast we sat with like um, uh, Trasa. So we kind of mingled ourselves a little bit, but um, there was an, an, like an, a specific, actually, no, that I, now that I mentioned, yes, we did have a breakout. So they give you a random number and then you were supposed to sit on a round table and discuss, discuss in a specific topic now it wasn't a specific to just talk to other regionals about what's specific to everyone but at least you got to talk to other people get to know who's on what board and what ideas they have so you know who to i know i wrote down a couple numbers and a couple emails so i can be like oh you know about this let me connect with you about this so that would have been a really good idea i think i should i should probably said hey somebody i know said this let's do it next year one of the one of the things I always take away, you know, at the whether it be like a, a buying group meeting or some of those, like they can bring all the keynotes they want, but it's always those um, like board meeting type meetings where it's all of the owners kind of together discussing best practices and challenges, and it's like you get it's crazy you get way more out of that than you do in a and you know six hours of of really good meetings, right? But it's like all right, you can talk about the stuff that you actually have challenges on and kind of dive into them. And how are you handling that over here? And how are you handling that over here? You know, and you just naturally come up with great ideas and solutions. And, um, so we did have, um, and I didn't really mention this because I, I'm kind of conflicted on how I feel about it. That's why I mentioned it. But since you mentioned it, I will, I, I will give them, um, I will talk about it. Um, we usually have the, before everybody arrives, the EDs, we are um, provided an, an area and we're provided um, somebody to go over education specifically to the EDs. So in the past, we've had uh, people that lead the conversation and had a presentation and we learned so much from them. Now, this year, it wasn't like that. It was 
it was kind of, I don't want to say an afterthought. It was more like, okay, we have to do it. So here it is, have a room. So uh, again, back McLean kind of saved the day and he, he let the conversation had great insight of how we should do things, but he, he's, he knows a lot about the, this topic. So there's other topics that we didn't get to talk about because um, we focus on a specific, the financials and all that, which are very important. I'm not taking away from that. But as an ED, I would have loved to have what we used to have. In 2019, I think that that session alone gave me a lot of how I need to be as an ED. And I've been using that knowledge in the last three, four years. So that I think could have been a little bit better. And um, I know that we did tell that to Dell. when Dell is going to, you know, work on that. So he, he did say that he will work on that. So we're at least, at least he promised he'll work on it. Overall though, I think everyone's excited to be back in person though. So that's oh, yes. a huge step in the right direction. And I think we're all learning how to event again. So, well, that was definitely the, the consensus from promotions East as well, Meg, wouldn't you say like two people were just super thrilled to be back in person. So excited to be back in person. And then like, as soon as it was over, I already had my list of things because it wasn't nothing was bad, but you're like, oh, now that I've seen how this is yeah. work, I can just and it'll be better. So I was already with my thoughts and emails together. Um, so I guess I have one last question for you. Seeing how this, you know, there's there's definitely room for improvement. What does the future of LDW look like? I mean, look in your crystal ball. Is there going to be another one next year? Is there going to be one five years down the road or is this going to be it, you think? I, I do see one. I, I do see more coming. I do. Um, maybe we're not going to get back to where it used to be because thinking that of, of it as a, as a, as a business decision, we, we want to be very realistic. And if PPI suffers through 2020, like everybody else did, they probably have other things that are more important in the line bef between before spending an, an, a certain amount of money on us. So if they see it as a as a as an expense, maybe not. But if they see it as a as an investment, then yes, I can see them coming in the future. Maybe not as a big as it used to be. Maybe something like we just had, and we just as regional understand that that is what we are going to get, and we, we just um, work towards becoming more of a partner, and then we can work together. And they maybe we would even host them in different areas to make sure things are cheaper for other regionals to get there because you know the, the regionals are in one side to get to texas is more expensive than the ones that are in texas so you know there will be more solutions i know that um and i always say this wrong but briar this just help me with the last name Dees roth yes he has really good ideas he's a chair of rc so i'm sure that you know him um dale and other the other eds all of them not just the ones in the committee will come out with really good ways to make it happen because i think ldw is the livelihood of the education part of the regionals i do believe that 100 percent. yeah i have to agree with you and you you really hit the nail on the head if they look at it as an expense then it'll probably go away but if they look at it as an investment it can become more a revenue generator and i think that's the way we need to look at these opportunities and um, and I always refer back to this but I did women's leadership development 
whatever back when it was virtual as well. And Joanne Lance was the, um, the, the keynote. And the thing that she said was invest in yourself, invest in yourself, invest in yourself. And that's what I've been doing. And I feel like now they need to go back and kind of take their own advice because it's, it's really important. It's really important for the longevity of our, our industry, um, for the people, for the, the newer the newer faces that are coming in. I feel like I grew so much professionally and um, personally after going to these workshops. I really just, I think we need them. I think they're very important for the industry, important for the new people coming in and, and important for people like you who really love their job. Like that's hard to find. You know, you're, we're going to take the wind out of that, of those sales. And I, and I feel like, um, yeah, we need to do better um, and, and make the next one like kick ass. Yeah. I'm I, I I'm I'm gonna be like ultra critical of PPAI right now. Um because I feel like and look it's it's super easy for somebody on the outside that doesn't know the financials, that doesn't know the ins and outs of every board meeting. And I mean we've had Danny Rosen on who I think was the the chair of the board uh in twenty twenty, if I'm not mistaken, or maybe immediate past or something. But you know, he was one of the ones that was on the call every week when they were doing those PPA board meetings. I mean, it was crazy. So I can you know, I'm on the outside looking in, but from my perspective, and maybe it's just optics or whatever, but uh, it seems like ever since they did all the cutbacks at PPAI with the staff uh, and Dana Geiger in particular, uh, regional relations have sort of gone downhill in my, from my perspective. Um, you know, of course, you, the the virtual thing is it is what it is. Everything was virtual, so you can't do anything about that. But uh, it just seems like the communications, what they're doing with, um, you know, RAC versus RRC or RAC now RRC, um, the communications there, and just sort of. I guess we're all still trying to figure out like where everything lies, you know? Um, so look, Dale's an extremely smart guy and I'm sure he's looking at everything from, like you said, Eliana, from a business perspective, you know, cause ultimately PPAI is a business, it's a nonprofit, but um, you know, they've got to make sure that they survive and thrive. So they're going to make whatever decisions they have to make, but it just seems like, uh, you know, whatever the genesis of that partnership was between PPAI and the regionals, it seems like that's kind of been lost. Um, and, you know, hopefully we kind of rediscover that because I think that partnership is hugely beneficial and, uh, me being a big advocate for the regionals, I think, I think it's huge. Um, you know, and I, I do understand that it's a big investment on PPAI side. So, you know, that's not lost, uh, on me, but, uh, I just feel like, you know, things have, have been better in the past and I hope it just continues to get better from where we are now. So. Cool. All right, Stephen, you have any, uh, any, any further questions? No, um, I'm, I'm actually, I know that doesn't relate, but I am curious uh, to see kind of how our meetings go over the next couple of days as well. Um, given that I'm also now at a PPI event uh, shortly thereafter. So um, I haven't been through something like this yet before um, and excited to experience it. And uh, I might have follow up questions on a different episode. So I know that won't help you, but um, it is interesting to see how they all kind of intermingle and, and figure out, um, like you said, the health of the different organizations, the regionals, the, the committees, the groups. I mean, there's a lot of different pieces that PPAI is looking after and um, just to kind of see how that all unfolds is, is uh, I'm intrigued. So we'll see. Yeah. Meg, any closing statements? I need all the Phillies fans to pull this comment section up. 
<laughs> you got Phillies and Eagles. You guys are having a good sports uh, state right now. Yeah. I mean, have the Eagles played anybody yet, though? Like, <sighs> whatever. I don't even. I don't even watch football. <laughs> I don't even care. <laughs> I'm trying to say something nice, okay, Jeff? All right, let's just I go Phillies. All right. I, honestly, like outside of the Bills, I don't even know if there's anybody that's playing football this year. It's a weird year. It's Not a super crap. weird year. There's like very few teams that are like uh, that have a really like high win ratio. Like it's honestly the Eagles are what six and zero. Yeah, they are the Eagles, right? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like I said, who have you played? The Cowboys don't count. You know, that was your most recent win. Okay. All right. So anyhow, we're 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 boring people and we're losing audience by talking football. <laughs> My wife included. Uh, yeah, right. I get I get bored with that. <laughs> all right. Well, anyhow, if uh, if you guys enjoyed the podcast, it was brought to you by our good friends over at Tech Weld. Uh, they've got some really awesome kit options, and uh, I don't know if you guys are aware of this or not. But they've got this whole initiative, you know, the, uh, this come kit around with us. They've got eight different uh, stock packaging for their kits. They've got an EVA bag, a PVC, PVC tent pouch, PVC tube, an organza bag, the pillow pouch, the BTL 202, which is a 30-ounce tumbler, and those awesome lunch, retro lunch boxes that I'm a huge advocate and fan of. Uh, look, not many players in the industry are focusing too heavily on kits, which allows them to really hone in on the market and uh, for those products and really expand upon their already vast kit line. Uh, so look, when remember that you got to think Tech Weld uh, for your promotional product needs. Tech Weld's the leading supplier of promotional products with a huge inventory of made-in-the-USA items available to help distributors grow their bottom line today. Visit techweld.com, T-E-K. WELD.com and check out their drinkware, sanitizer kits, uh, kit options, and much, much more. And tell them the industry insider sent you. Uh, Eliana, uh, I, I love having you on the podcast, and I'll see you in like 30 seconds. Yeah. Well, right, Meg, you thank you so much for my hoodie. Oh, I'm glad you like I had it. such a FOMO the whole time. I was like, I want to go. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, also, I don't know if we should mention this or not, but you've got two 40 under 40s on this podcast right now. Oh. Congratulations. Yeah. I barely made it. I down there and, and me right here, you know, 40 under 40. Steven's not very happy with us right now. Yeah. Hey, man, you got the nomination for Rising Star. That's all I can do. Always, always a bridesmaid, you know, it's okay. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, guys. Well, look, I, I had a blast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we will see you next time. Take care. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Promo Corner's Industry Insider. For more great content from industry thought leaders, including podcasts, blogs, and videos, visit promocorner.com.